What a way to start the show. That's Mary Lambert, uh, the same lady who did all of those tracks with uh, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, like Thrift Shop. And there she is bringing to light that, that women are important, that women's bodies are fantastic, and you should appreciate and be inspired by yourself. Welcome back to The Good Stuff. You're tuned into Cliff Central's very own happy hour with me, Brent Lindekue, the good news guy. Uh, the show today is all about women making a difference, and that's why I opened with that epic track. It's off her new album. And we've got a jam-packed show ahead. Uh, Kim Williams from Team Zodwa will be joining us to chat about the amazing stuff she's currently doing. The Sextons, a pretty phenomenal band, will be popping in to chat about their work they're doing. And I also have our very English good news correspondent, Nikki, Joining us live in studio today. Nix, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. And you? Very well. I'm pretty much going to be surrounded by ladies in a little bit as, as well as the other two band members, so I don't feel too bad. Uh, how was the weekend? What, what sort of did you get up to? Uh, yeah, good. I had a quite a chilled weekend. Uh, not a lot went on. Uh, I went to the Galencia Derby on Sunday, which for those that don't know is the South African show jumping derby. Is that with horses? It is, yes. Um, so that was pretty much it. Um, I did get some quite good news over the weekend though, if mm. I'm allowed to share. Of course you can. Um, yeah, well, you already know this. Um, <laughs> I should actually congratulate Brent. Um, he actually got engaged this weekend. I did. So, yay, woo. Yay for me. I am now a taken man, if I wasn't before. Um, yeah, went to the bush this weekend. It was an epic, epic weekend. Uh, and I pretty much got engaged is, is how that rolled. Um, amazing. I'm, I'm feeling on top of the world. It's, it's very overwhelming. Uh, I think a lot of my friends are more involved in it than I am, which is, is pretty crazy. I think a lot of us kind of expected it and knew more than you did. To like it was, about, it was about time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was time. All right. Well, the show today is all about the good stuff. Um, and we do have awesome guests in studio. Uh, do you have, before we get into that, as the good news correspondent, do you have any good news stories to share with us? Um, I have got a, a few things that I, uh, that I have, uh, thought would be worth a mention. Um, so I don't know if you know, but, uh, you know, Coca-Cola is in the drinks company, Coca-Cola. Yeah. We featured them a couple of times on the show. I think I need to get in touch with them so they can sponsor us because I keep throwing their name out there, yeah. shamelessly plugging. That would be awesome. We could just have like a nice little Coca-Cola fridge in the corner there. Hell yes. Um, they've partnered with BT anyway, the, um, internet and telephone company. Yes. And basically what they're doing is they're putting, um, drinks dispensers around communities those drinks dispensers are now free Wi-Fi as well. So they're taking them at the minute to the more underprivileged communities um, in Nelspreet. And please forgive my pronunciation of this, but Umtata in Eastern Cape. You did pretty well. That's ah, Umtata. Pretty I've well. Been, I've been practicing. Um, yeah. So they've taken them there to basically allow um, people to be able to use the internet and obviously help them to expand their horizon. Yeah. Because you can get in touch. So when you walk up to one of these vending machines, you don't even have to use the vending machine. You no. pretty much just get the Wi-Fi off of it. And, uh, and it enables a whole bunch of people to just get connected. Correct. So basically you're going to be going into these places and everyone's going to be huddling around the drinks machines with their laptops and phones, trying to WhatsApp each other and <laughs> WeChat. That's amazing. Yeah. They can listen to Cliff Central on WeChat. Ex- exactly. So they'll be hustled around listening to Cliff Central. 
it Am- works. Amazeballs. Anything else on the cards? Though? Um, okay. So we've also, um, in China, which I think this is such a cute story. So this is why I want to share this. Um, so in China, they've had the first panda triplets born that are surviving. They're now three months old. So they're just opening their eyes. It's so cute. It's the first time that they've had triplets survive, um, in captivity, but obviously that's means that they're expanding the breed. So it's, um, yeah, it's, I think that's just a really cute story. I do believe that pandas are also on the endangered list. Yeah, so they are. to add three more into the pool is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. And they're cute as well. So yeah, cute and cuddly until they rip your throats out. This, yeah. <laughs> this is supposed to be good news. No, don't turn it into anger. Okay. Um, and then on the obviously, cards. I was going to say one last thing that I'd like to put in there, which I feel that every South African will be proud of, is the fact that the Springboks beat the All Blacks on Saturday. Uh, look, I heard it was a really epic game. I didn't watch it because uh, I was in the bush and there were no TVs or anything there. So I was kind of following it on social media. I also heard that uh, that the... The US Fund of Estes and from the J9 Foundation, he walked out, um, onto the field, which, which apparently was just like goosebumps, really awesome. Yeah, I think it just kind of set the scene for the whole game, to be honest. It, um, I watched it. It was an awesome game. I mean, I believe, uh, the Springboks literally took the last points in the last minute of the game to win. Um, so it was one of those like on the edge of your seats. Yeah, everyone's screaming at the TV, but it was awesome. Yeah. And how many years has it been since they last beat uh, the All Blacks? Uh, when I was looking, it's been about two years since they since they last three, or two or three. Two, yeah, two or that's something a, like that. Well, <laughs> look at you, you little sporty. Do you have anything else? Is there another little good story that we can throw in there? Um, well, on Saturday, also not going along with the um, the rugby, another um, kind of Goodwill Day. The, um, there was the march for the um, wildlife, for South African wildlife. On so, Saturday as well? Yeah. So it was the global march for elephants, rhinos, and lions. Uh, it started in Parkmore, and it was for World Animal Day. So basically, a bunch of people got together. As far as I know, there was a massive turnout. Um, I've got a couple of friends on Facebook that uh, attended, and the pictures that they posted, they had a really, really good turnout, and it was basically everyone just marching in aid of... Um, the, the survival aware- the, and, and the, the awareness. awareness. Yeah. I think the awareness is huge. When we were out in the bush this weekend, um, standing, sort of sitting and watching these animals, it was just phenomenal to see sort the the majestic side of the leopards and these rhinoceroses all running around. And and if you think about it, some amazing stuff came out of that. Where I learned about certain things. So, uh, in Madikwe all the rangers talk to each other about where all the animals are and they speak in in a different language. It's sort of like code so that the people on the actual trucks will never know what's going on. You oh, sort of, clever. you sort of think you're driving around on a, on a dirt road, not really going anywhere and hoping to see something. And actually the rangers are quite precise and they know exactly where they're going. The one thing they don't do is alert on the radios about rhinoceroses because they, they don't want the poachers knowing where they are. They don't want poachers feeding into their walkie talkies and figuring out where, where they are inside the park. Um, up to date, I mean, I, I don't have the exact stats, but I think last year we were approximately 400 rhinos were murdered in the year. This year, that number is 800 and that is just in Kruger National Park. So sure. it's, yeah, it's just blown out of proportion this year. Um, but the good news in this is Madikwe have had no 
uh, poaching at all. They've got a great anti-poaching uh, department. They patrol. They are on the fences. Um, and, and they've protected these animals. It's, it's just such a good story to hear that there is something going out there for the conservation of them. I was actually reading a story the other day, um, for, you know, Lois Arby that's in Kruger Park. Yes. So they've got, they've put extra funding into, um, people, out in the park looking for the poachers and um, they actually caught some guys managed to get the horns off them um, and obviously they're investigating now into the story into how they got the information and how they got into the park and all the information so I think that's also cool to know that the bigger parks are also doing something you know things are being put into place I think everybody's jumping in and trying to make a difference one of the other things that uh, that we came across was they they had like a project where they went and, and darted the rhinos. So basically let them have a little bit of a sleep. And then they attached a microchip into the rhino's horn and a bracelet on the rhino's arm or foot or whatever you're going to call it. And when, if that rhinoceros, it gets its um, horn detached, an alarm goes off immediately. Wow. So they know that it's happened. Uh, a, they can get to the scene because they can track it. And B, they can try and save the rhino without it dying like butchered by these by these poachers yeah i suppose that's the main thing i mean as much as you can try and stop it the the thing is to actually save the rhino as well yeah you know even if it if it unfortunately does happen you need to we need to put into place to save the rhinos as well i love the fact that we can talk about this and 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 that we can raise awareness to all our listeners but today is in is all about inspiring women so I want to get back on track. We've I found a list uh, of the top 30 women in South Africa. Um, it was created by the Wits Business School and Forbes International. Um, I'm not going to go through all 30 because that might take us all day. I was going to say we might be here a while. Uh, but I'll I'll pick a few which I thought were quite quite cool. Um, the one in the list is is Grasa Michal who has done amazing things. She's not strictly South African, uh, but we have claimed her as our own. She, um, she's done amazing things for South Africa. Um, and, and I mean, just she, she should be number one on the list in my books is what I think. The second one that we have here is Tuli Madonsela. And, and next, I don't know if you know many of these since you are. I, I don't, unfortunately. I am learning as we're going through them. So I feel okay. that today is very much a school day for a me. A school day. Well. I'm going to, I'm going to teach you a little bit. So, Tuli is uh, our courageous public protector. She was named as Times, uh, one of Times most influential women in the world as of the beginning of this year. She um, she changed the face and brought out all the stuff with Nkandla and she's done amazing things within the government and I think it's important that you look at someone like that, like the public protector, and you can you can know that they're on the right track and they're doing something great uh, for South Africa. The next person who you might have heard of is Helen Zilla. I, ha- I have, no, yes, I have heard of this one. She's uh, she's the owner of Cape Town as we know her. And, uh, <laughs> That's a big <laughs> She's the mayor. Imagine ma- that, just being like, hey, so what do you do? Well, I own Cape down. She owns Cape Town. She's uh yeah, she's the mayor of Cape Town. She's also uh one of the opposition party's leader, which is the DA. And she's also doing amazing things in 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 sort of pushing the boundaries in our constitution and making sure people are doing the right stuff. And I think it's important, even though we have the ANC in power, to have opposition parties also fighting for everybody's rights. It just keeps everything balanced. So it's great to see her on the list. The next person, which I'm sure you've seen her name all over the place is Pam Golding. Yes, I do recognize this name. I have 
believe seen her picture on the uh, side of roads, on those little boards by houses. Correct. Pam Golding is recognized as, as one of the biggest property groups in South Africa. And the reason why she would make this list is because she's such a fantastic businesswoman. She's an icon in the property industry. Um, and she's a role model for most women and, and young entrepreneurs. Um, she's also an, in, an international leading businesswoman, as, they, as they've named her. Um, yeah. And you might, you might think it's, it's ridiculous that she's all over the place and you sort of see her on the, the sides of the road. Uh, but it's important because she is a phenomenal businesswoman. Um, the next person is actually the wife of a really f- successful and famous uh, businessman. Well, they do say... Behind every woman, behind every great man is a great woman. So I thought you were going to turn it around there, and I was going to go, <laughs> "Yes, that's it." But correct. Behind every great man is a great woman who is leading them on and and inspiring them to do amazing things. Wendy Ackerman is the wife of Raymond Ackerman, who owns the Pick and Pay Group. Um, he might own the business side, and and they've built the business together. But from a, a social point of view, she's really done amazing things with charity in South Africa and she's world renowned as someone who's taken charity by storm um Another person, Jill Marcus, is the ninth governor of the Reserve Bank and the first woman to ever do this job, which I think is it's leaps and strides when when you're making differences like that in South Africa um yeah, so I'm not going to get into all of them I'm going to post a blog and also a, a little tw- tweet. I'm going to tweet about it so you guys can see uh, the top 30 list and, and, and you can get in touch. If you think anybody else belongs on that list, then perhaps just get in touch. Next, you had someone at the Derby yes, who um, you feel is a great and important person. Yeah, Nicola Syme. She actually um, she rode in the Derby on Sunday. She actually got placed second. Um, well done, Nicola. Um, she actually rides every show that she participates in whether it be the derby or training shows or whatever it is, she always rides with the pink collar on her shirt. She actually painted her nails pink for the derby on Sunday, and she also has pink on her riding hat. Um, now, she does that in aid of um, a friend of hers that is actually um, battling with cancer. And I just think it's a really nice thing that she obviously isn't just doing it for the friend, but in aid of everybody that is obviously battling. Um, and she raises money for the, for the charity. And I just think it's really nice that she, you know, is very open about um, showing her involvement with the raising of the money and everything. Totally. I think, again, uh, the biggest thing that we can do as human beings is raise awareness. Um, and if you don't have money or time or, or sort of stuff to add into charities it's your social responsibility to continuously be raising awareness and for a woman like her to be i mean she's well-renowned as well you said yeah she, well, i mean obviously she's number two now in uh, in south africa so she's she's obviously known throughout the horsey world <laughs> so yeah it's uh, i think it's a big thing for her to show that when she's riding i think it's it's awesome really really awesome someone international who has done huge things on social media recently um is emma watson from Harry Potter. I was going to say, isn't that Harry Potter's lady? It's Harry Potter. Her, Hermione Grange. Yes. <laughs> as, as they were known. Uh, she is part, she's a social ambassador for the UN, for the UN and, uh, for women's rights. And during, I think it was last week during the, the Congress of the United Nations, she stood up to say her speech was, which was about 10 minutes long. And basically she spoke about feminism. It's a word that I've never, used in my vocabulary much and I was say that's quite quite back in the day really isn't it i don't think it really well comes up. 
she's she's brought it into 2014 my concept of feminism doesn't really matter now what i thought of it but what it is is really something phenomenal um in in the past and it's something that she says in her speech that feminism used to be a concept of man hating so if you were a feminist you would turn around and and people would believe that you dislike men in actual fact it's the complete opposite feminism is about fighting for women's rights around the world in south africa we live in a phenomenal country with a really amazing democracy and i don't think a lot of south africans might know of oppression to women in many parts of the world women have no rights like none whatsoever yeah i mean if you look at uh, india for example there it's still considered that the the male is the kind of higher being out of the two so I suppose that's a massive country where it's still a massive influence. Totally. So Emma Watson stood up and in front of uh, the UN and the world, because it's all televised, she stood up and she made a statement saying she's not anti-men, but she is pro-feminist. And she is going to fight for women's rights, whatever it takes. And she wants everybody to jump into the same project. She wants people to get on board. It's pretty easy. If you do want to get involved in her campaign, it's called hashtag he for she. And and basically all you're saying, whether you're a man or a woman or somewhere in between, <laughs> you take a photo, Instagram it, tweet it, Facebook it, hold up a sign, write it on your hand, put it on a shirt, put it on a chalkboard and just put hashtag he for she. And you'll be signing on the social media awareness line that you are a part of being a pro-feminist and that you stand for women's rights and eventually you would hope that everybody in the whole entire world would have the same rights that you and I are afforded to have. Yeah, I guess I think people do take it for for granted a little bit how lucky they are in countries like this. I agree completely. And, uh, and yeah, so we'll be chatting to someone who is incredible pro-feminist. She does amazing things. Her name's Kim Williams. We'll be bringing her into studio in a little bit. But first, um, every week I have a segment that's called Change One Thing Tuesday. And, and it's basically where I, me, you, our listeners, whoever can get involved. It's about making one small change that can eventually become something massive. Change one thing, change everything. Like I said earlier on in the show, I was in the bush this weekend and I met a phenomenal phenomenal lady she was our ranger at the game lodge that we were staying at her name is kelly and uh kelly is not from south africa she's from the uk whoop 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 (laughs) just like our nicks over here and um she taught me something which i sometimes forget we have a beautiful country we we literally live in the the land of milk and honey we got a great democracy we have amazing people we have this beautiful african landscapes with animals and she made me realize that sometimes the grass isn't greener on the other side you you're a statement to that because you come from a first world country that is england harrogate yeah specifically <laughs> um but you've chosen to live in south africa yeah, I think, I think the biggest mistake that people make, and, and I can agree with her, and I've watched the clip that you've obviously put on YouTube, um, w- with it. Um, and, and it's very true. People also always ask me, 
Why? Why have you moved? Like, I can't believe you moved away from the UK. Why would you do that? Why would you move to South Africa? But also what they've got to realize is I lived in the UK all my life. So for me, that's normal. It's, it's boring. South Africa, there's so much more to do and see. It's just such a beautiful country. The stuff that you guys can do here, you could never dream of doing in the UK mainly because health and safety isn't quite so strict <laughs> here. But um yeah, like the, the stuff that you can do here, you would just never get the chance to do. I mean, never in the UK could you ever dream of going somewhere and playing with baby lions. Do you know, it's just not something that you would ever even consider doing. And I don't think there's many places in the world that you could ever think of doing that. And I, for one, have been here for four years and don't really have any thought of going back anytime soon. Um Sorry for your mum that's listening all the way in the yeah, UK. Yeah, so's mum. <laughs> Probably not the best way to break it to <laughs> But um, that, that's what Kelly taught me. And that's my change one thing this Tuesday. Uh, it's to see the beauty of where you live, whether that's South Africa or some other part of the world. Maybe the grass isn't greener on the other side and you don't have to jump um, to over the seas to get what you're looking for. It could be right here. Um, we do. We have a land full of opportunity, an incredible democracy. Uh, we actually voted the most friendliest country in the world, which... You're forgetting the most important thing. You guys weather. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I forget this. We do have amazing weather in South yeah. Africa, too. Um, so there's all these pros. If you have any awesome stories about South Africa... Or appreciate, or appreciating your homeland. Give us a call on 0861 You can also send a message to WeChat, uh, or tweet us at cliffcentral.com or myself, Brent Lindeku, to share all of your stories. We'll be right back. Good girl, high 
Welcome back to The Good Stuff with myself, Brent Lindekew, and our very English correspondent, the good news girl, Nikki hey. Abbott. Hey. I think you should give your, your mum a shout out because she said that she's listening and she sent you a message. She is. She just sent me a message to say that she is listening. So, hey, mum. All the way in Harrogate. Hi, mum. <laughs> All right. So, we've pulled an inspirational woman into the studio with us. Kim Williams does amazing work. Really incredible stuff. Um, daily work and also the stuff that she does for Team Zodwa, which is her foundation. Kim is a firefighter by night and day. Um, and she finds time in between to just really focus on charities and change the world. Uh, Kim, welcome to Cliff Central. It's awesome to have you join us. I know you haven't slept because you've been on the night shift. You haven't been out jolling. You've, uh, you've been on the night shift fighting the good fight. Um, but welcome. Thank you, Brent. It's fantastic to be here. Was the coffee okay? It was fantastic. Anything's better than fireman coffee. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, before I jump into all the good stuff that you're doing and all the foundations you work with, you're a firefighter. Mm. What does that mean? Well, I'm employed as an advanced life support paramedic with the city of Johannesburg Fire Department. So, yes, I do get a chance to fight fires, um, but largely I'm there saving lives and managing scenes and treating patients. And I've got five fire stations um, that I look after with about 40 crew who will call me for backup when the poop hits the fan. Oh, wow. What does night shift mean? I mean, you've, you've worked the whole night shift. Yes. Uh, were you fighting any fires last night? How does it work? Well, last night, thankfully, was a little bit quiet. Um, most nights, it's not quiet. So when we do get a quiet night, um, we, we relish it. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking, I work in the inner city, so I cover Hillbrow, so we get a lot of shootings, a lot of stabbings, um, a lot of, uh, shack fires. We get a lot of informal, um, shacks that are built inside the inner city in the actual, um, abandoned buildings. And when they catch a light, it can be quite tricky and dangerous, um, for the firefighters. Um, so we do a lot of those. How, it's, it sounds, extremely heartbreaking mm. to work in that space where you're, you're seeing people lose their possessions, lose their homes, uh, get into fights. And it's, it seems really, how, how do you keep the optimism up? How do you keep positivity? Because you're an incredibly positive person. <laughs> um, I think there's a lot of factors. Um, you know, I've got a fantastic support structure at home. I've been married for almost 29 years. Um, and he's my hero and he, he keeps me sane and I've got three amazing children, two of which are adults and they come on adventures with me and they, they, they're an incredible support. And I think when you've got a good strong foundation at home, you can address and accept any life's challenges. Um, but it is, it is heartbreaking. And for me, I hit the mountains and climb the mountains or I feel that you know, Mother Teresa says if you can't feed one person or help one, uh, feed a hundred people, feed one. So that's what I've tried to do. There's a lot of that I can't change in my job. Um, but then I've managed to create a little niche for myself where I can make large changes. And that for me balances the good and the bad. And hopefully the good supersedes the evil. <laughs> well, that, that's my, it's my mantra. It's what I believe in. It's, it's what I go through life with. It's, if you change one thing, you have the ability to change everything. Yes. And you might not be able to feed a hundred people, but you could definitely start with just one. And that, that could waterfall into something amazing. I'm going to get into that now. Shows all about the good stuff. That's what we focus on here. So I don't want, I'm, I'm going to move away from losing sh shacks and sort of sad things and focus on women making a difference. That's you. 
You are one of those women, and that's why we brought you into studio today. What is Team Zodwa all about? Okay, well, obviously, because of the, the situation of where I work, I got uh, tired of watching children go hungry. And I decided to form Team Zodwa in 2005 as a, um, a vehicle to create uh, volunteers, groups of people and corporates to be able to join me on adventures and join me feeding and, and making a difference in the lives of ordinary South Africans who are less fortunate um, than us. Some of the adventures you've been on, we're going to get, we get into the big one now, now, because I'm going <laughs> to chat about that. But, uh, the nine peaks, which, which, is it the nine peaks? Yes, that's I got correct. it right. You recently, this year, yes. you climbed the nine peaks, which yes. is the nine highest peaks in South Africa. That's correct. All right. And where are they? All right. Um, the, the nine, the nine peaks is obviously the, the, we, we drove, um, in, Bright pink Land Rovers. As, as you do when your team's odd right? Absolutely. And I bright want one of pink. Those. <laughs> and bright pink Peugeots. Um, and what we did is we, we drove, the two teams uh, drove between the nine provinces and then we summited the highest peak in each of the, the nine provinces. Um, so, um, one of the big ones, uh, the first ones we climbed was Namahadi, um, which is by Vitsi's Hook, a beautiful mountain, but it just took forever. Um, we had planned about eight hours, but I think it took us about 16 hours and we were finished. <laughs> You're saying we. How many people were there? Right. There were a couple of ladies and a couple of guys, um, one of which was my son, who's the youth ambassador for Meals and Wheels. And um, he was one of the youngest to try and achieve this in the short period of time because we tried to do it in six or seven days, which mm-hmm. was pure murder. Um, and then we had some uh, Pamela Buckle, who's Miss Essa Adventure and a good mate of mine. And then we had some some of the guys which we had to rope in because they're mountain boys and they know what to do on a, on a mountain if a girl gets lost. Um, so that that was uh, Corbus Bressler, Renee um, uh, Winter, and as well as Sean Disney, you know, the epic mountain man. Yes, so, I've heard of him. Yes, so him. we had to have them because you know men are good with finding if we get lost. Girls ask for directions, but there's no one to ask there for directions. So we had to take the men along. Oh, but also, we, we said it earlier on, behind every great man or great woman. So obviously, exactly. doing the job together just means it gets done better. Exactly, exactly. And of course, we wouldn't have been able to do it without our support team. We had the Meals and Wheels, some of the management as well, and their support team cooking for us and making sure when he came off the mountain and we were a little bit um, out of sorts, that hot chocolate was available, hot meals were available, and a good hug because we were finished. <laughs> I can imagine it. it's just, it sounds exhausting. Climbing yes. mountains every day for six, seven. And we had to drive ourselves as well. So there was very little sleep. Yeah. I was going to say, big party. No, none no, of that. It no. Was climbing mountains and, and getting the job done. Yes. You mentioned Meals on Wheels. That's one of your biggest uh, charities that you do a lot for. Yes. Um, how, what is your involvement with them? Um, I'm very proud to say that I'm the ambassador. Um, and they've been around for 50 years. And as you've said already, I work full time as a, a paramedic and firefighter. So I only have four days off in between my shifts. And I needed to align myself with a charity that, that was trustworthy, that a trust, uh, that one had been around was well run, um, with my limited time, um, and wouldn't mess me around. Um, and they just fitted the bill and I haven't been disappointed. All right. So just for some of our listeners that might not know what Meals and Wheels do. Yes. What do they do? Traditionally, Meals and Wheels started off um, delivering food to uh, pensioners. 
um, and then they've evolved over the years to creating more community projects and self-sustainable projects. Um, for instance, in the palliative care unit at Baraguanath Hospital, we're helping the moms there um, with their, their, their children as well as they don't have uh, food themselves. Um, in Bella Vista, we've got a big vegetable garden that I'm busy with, um, and they're assisting me with that, and they pack up parcels, they take people through to hospital, they help bath uh, some people who are unable to bath themselves. So they're a lot more than what they used to be. Yes. They've evolved, and they've, exactly. they've brought themselves to 2014. They're, they're fantastic. I, I, every time I look at their caregivers or look at what they do, um, I'm so proud to be the ambassador. That, it's amazing, and I can see the passion inside of you. <laughs> yes. It is really awesome. I um I was going to climb a mountain with you, a little mountain called Kilimanjaro, which we were going to do. Just a small one. Just a little one. We were yes. gonna we were gonna do that this October, but uh, Kim made a call because I'm way too unfit, and I didn't climb any of the. I didn't go to any of the. The, 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 me- training the training sessions, the meetups, they were, everybody else was running up and down stairs at the West Cliff and getting ready for Kilimanjaro and I was not there. So Kim has actually moved the Kilimanjaro trip to next year, September in order for me to get fit before we go. Yes, well, we had to accommodate you because I can't have you dying on the mountain. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would uh, be the best of advertisement. So exactly. I'm, I'm excited to do that trip with you. Kilimanjaro is a once-in-a-lifetime experience, mm-hmm. and it's something that I'm passionate about doing. I'm so excited to be involved. Um, who, what is the chat? Is it Meals and Wheels as well for that? Um, yes, what we're doing is we're trying to get 25 climbers, and each person will raise 10,000 rand, which will attribute to the 250,000 rand. Um, and I have climbed Kilimanjaro before, and I can attest that it is a beautiful mountain, and I'm so excited and privileged to be going back. I'm, I'm excited. So, if anybody else wants to climb Kilimanjaro next year, September, I know that our, our um, bucket list guy, Robbie, will definitely yes. join. He's already said. Has he? Oh, he's, awesome. He's well, on this board. This is Robbie's fault that I climb all these mountains all these years ago. For but real? Yes, it was Robbie's fault. Well, we'll blame Robbie, and he can yes. come onto our trip next year, September. He yes, can be part of... Yes, that's it. So we're, <laughs> we're going to bring him with. Um, I'm really, really excited. What other... Because that's only next year, September. So what yes. other projects are you currently busy with? Um, I'm very, I'm, uh, have a very big project at the moment with a company called Eat Fresh, which I'm their brand ambassador. And they have uh, restaurant canteens, very upmarket ones in uh, various corporates. And what they've done is all the meals, um, pre-cooked meals, they donate them to Meals and Wheels every week, both in KZN and here in Johannesburg, as well as they've got these bins where staff are able to come and uh, make donations. And they're also assisting me with one of the vegetable gardens and one of the vegetable gardens for the old age home in, in KZN. So I'm very proud to be involved with that. And then, as mentioned, we've got the Baraguanath Hospital. Um, and I've got a couple of restaurants that are interested in helping me create these community vegetable gardens. They will assist them, help them with business, savvy, etc., And then they will buy the fresh produce back. Um, to use in their restaurants. Um, so, so again, that's a big project I'm busy with. Again, if any of our listeners, uh, they want to get involved and, and we'll give your details out now. Yes. I think it's important that, that you have this platform that you're changing things with. Yes. And if there's people that want to get involved and help, they definitely must get in touch with you. You are an incredibly inspirational hu- human being. Thank you. And, and I could sit here and talk all day, but I mean, time flies when you're, when you're being kind and I, I, I just, I think afterwards we should sit down and have a coffee. Yes. I think maybe that's an idea. If people want to get in touch, what do they do? 
They can look at me up on Facebook, um, either on Team Zodwa, Fire and Ice, or Kim Williams on um, Facebook, or they can contact me on uh, Kim Williams at vodamail.co.za. Do you just want to give that email address out one more time? I will tweet all of these links. Excellent. Uh, but if you could just give the email address one it's more time. Kim Williams at vodamail.co.za. All little letters, one word. Absolutely amazing. It has been phenomenal having you on the show. If anybody wants to get in touch and tell us about your good stuff, then you can contact us on 0861-555-189. Send a message to WeChat or you can tweet cliffcentral.com or myself, Brent Lindeku. We'll be right back.
That was Ryan Adams with Give Me Something Good. It sounds like Brian Adams. He kind of, the music sounds the same. And his name's Ryan. I'm a bit confused. I honestly thought that you just pronounced his name wrong then. I was like, it's Brian. No, Brian Adams, actually, we can call him a South African because he's been here so many times. He visits us like twice a year and everybody keeps going to the same shows. They're all <laughs> manning for, for Brian Adams. But that's not who we're talking about. We, we've got a great group in, in studio with us. Um, I'm going to start off by saying this year, the Taste of Joburg had something called the Call to Action Benefit Stage, uh, which pretty much means the musicians all perform for free. You can smack me over the head if I'm getting this wrong. Um <laughs> They perform for free at the music stage to show people that charity could be as simple as giving up your time instead mm-hmm. of giving up your money. Yeah. We've already featured one of the other bands who performed there, and today joining us in studio are the Sextons. Hello. Welcome to the studio, hey. guys. We've got Jamie Lee Sexton, who formed the band, mm-hmm. I think in 2013. You can also hit me over the head if no, I'm wrong. You, you are doing well so far. <laughs> and uh, she handles the vocals, guitar, piano, ukulele, harmonica... It's quite a list. Yeah, it is quite a list. I, t- I try my best. I try my best. I can't play anything. So, so for but me. But you're on radio though, so that's cool. I can play with a microphone. Yeah. I can't, that's like, that's, that's I don't have guitars and all the rest. We've also got Mark Van Dyke, who's drums and backing vocal, and yeah. uh, Danny Helsing, who's bass and backing vocals. Yes. Welcome to the studio, thank guys. Thanks for having us. It's rad to have you here. For thank those you. of the listeners who might not know the Sextons, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie, who are you? Where do you come from? Uh, well, as you mentioned, Jamie Lee Sexton, I was, I'm not a Joburg girl as such. I was born in Machalisburg and moved to, so pretty much a farm girl, moved to the big bad city to study. Uh, I studied film, finished my honors, and now I am a full-time musician and actress. That's amazing. Yes. I did see on your write-up that you have done a couple of things in the performance world. Yes. What have yes. you done? Well, in terms of what sort of performance world? In acting, acting. or in, in acting? In, in, in yeah. acting. Um, well, I came out of a, a film school, which is AFTA, and we did quite a few films with, within the actual school. Okay. So a lot of our films were shown at uh, Cinema Nouveau. We did quite a few short films. That was awesome. Then after that, um, I do quite a bit of industrial theater, working with companies like Sturkinicor, Monte Cassino, um, for now, I've been focusing a lot on the music scene. So acting is definitely still a passion, but for now, it's like full time, full time music. I was gonna, if we get into that. So mm-hmm. you you were you did the performing, you studied it after. I know yes. after is an incredible university where Absolutely. they they teach you a whole lot of different things. Yes, that's where right. Where you can learn all about the arts. Yeah. Um, what made you sort of focus on music and start a band? Well, the thing is, um, I initially. Acting was something that was on the back end when I went into after. And when I finished, when, when I was doing my honors, I entered Idols in 2010. So you know Gareth quite well. Um, I do. Yeah. I actually do know pretty well. And, um, that sort of gave me a lift as I was leaving university. So I got quite a push directed into the music scene. And whenever there is an opportunity to act, if it's in theater, um, auditions, I still go to and love. Um, all different charity shows and things that are based in theater and in television. I still take part in that. But for now, the music scene has just shown to be a bigger, it's played a bigger role in my life this far. Amazing. Yeah. You mentioned charities. You did do the, the Taste of Joburg uh, call to action benefit stage. That's right. Yeah. Um, but you're also involved in Tacky Tax. Yes. What is that? 
Techie Tax is an amazing, amazing charity. Um, I met up with the founder. Um, her name is Annalise. And Annalise approached me and actually asked my band and I to do the jingle for Techie Tax. And that's how the relationship started. So we recorded a jingle and it's played on radio and television and so on and so forth. And then I started getting involved with her by going on television and actually talking about it. And basically Techie Tax, it's an amazing idea because it's pretty much based on the same thing as um, Casual Day, where you can purchase a sticker or something like that, and that money goes for charity. But Techie Tax has got five different stickers. So you can choose your own cause. I'm just giving you a bit of a brief. Uh, it's A, B, C, D, O, E. So A is for animals, and all three of us have got our different causes that all we Right, so you all support a different... Exactly, yeah. Right. So A is for animals... What's that? <laughs> and that is Mark. Um, B is for basic family care. Uh, C is for children. That's my cause. D is for disability. And E is for education. Amazing. Yeah. So can I ask a quick, can, can we hear the jingle? I don't have it here. I apologize profusely. Okay, we'll, yes. we'll get but that for the next show. If yes, you can absolutely. give that to us, then we'll yes, get it for the next show. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'll, right. I'll definitely bring that along. Cool. Okay, well, I know that our listeners would like to get to know you a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Any chance you packed an instrument to maybe give us mm. a little summon summon? I always carry a small guitar that fits in my pocket, so yes. Well, could we, <laughs> may, could we maybe pick up or get it out of your pocket? Yeah, and, of course. And we can get ready and give the listeners a little something to, to hear where you come from. I'm sure that uh, many followed you on Idols and, and they must know of you. I hope so. I definitely do. Can I just say you have really big pockets for that to have come out of your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is pretty, uh, pretty big instrument, if you want to call it that. Cool. Right, so this is a, um, a cover that I've done, and it's a mixture between two songs. I'm sure you know both of them, and enjoy it.
That was phenomenal. Um, Thank you, you so much. I can see why you're doing music, and I can definitely see. That, I mean, you're amazing. I've got goosebumps. I'm a little bit speechless. Thank How do people so get in touch with you guys? Okay. Um, Danny and Mark know everything, so I'm going to hand over to them for two seconds. Cool. Um, well, all the social media channels, um, we're on Facebook um, at uh, The Sextons. Mm-hmm. Um, can catch us on Twitter at We Are The Sextons, the letter R, not the word. Yeah. Um, as well as Instagram. Um, yes. I forget our handle on that. It's um, f- Instagram for now is at Jamie Lee Sexton. And you can catch all of our photos there, all kinds of things. But I mean, basically all social networks. You're, you're all over the place. Yeah. All over the yeah. place. Also, if you want to send us a fax, you're welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. Smoke signals. Yeah. However, people want to get involved. Yeah. Carrier pigeon. Yeah. Carrier pigeon. As you do Lovely. in England, yeah. in the UK. All right. So I am going to tweet all the links, um, and I'll, I'll put you up on my social media sites as well. Cliff Central Thank will you. also tweet those for you so that awesome. people can get in touch. I cannot believe the hour's over. It pretty much flew by. Oh, it's, wow. Uh, it's That's little, amazing. It's a little bit crazy. Um, we've spent the whole show chatting about. Woman making a difference, and you mm-hmm. certainly are. I Thank know you've you. got two two great boys in the band. Absolutely. But the face of the band is a lady that is truly making a difference. You guys are Thank doing you. amazing things for charity, which I'm always for. Thank you. Um, I'm going to leave everybody with a thought uh, from a really inspirational woman. She's uh, some find her cheesy. Uh, Oprah is. Oh, I love Oprah. We love Oprah. We love and Oprah. Oprah says, "Create the highest, grandest vision possible for your life, because you become what you believe." which I think is important. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, that's the good stuff for this week. I actually can't believe that it's over. Don't forget to tune in next week where you can catch up with all the good stuff and we'll have some of our crazy co-hosts coming in and a couple of guests. Uh, you can catch the podcast as well if you've just mm-hmm. caught the end of this on iTunes, on WeChat, on cliffcentral.com. We're all over the place. Uh, you can get in touch again on WeChat, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Be kind, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>